Yard, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Dan Sherman. And on this episode of Hungry for Some Leftovers, you won't believe this. Check it out. We've got this lovely South Philadelphia centerpiece just in time for the holidays. Get your pumpkin spice ready, ladies and gentlemen. Turkey and cheese hoagie minus the cheese in case you're lactose intolerant. Get ready. I'm ready. Get your munchies on. Let's go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! All right, we're back with another episode of Hungry for Some Leftovers. This time, joined with a guest, another Dan, Dan is here. Oh, yeah, Dan Sherman, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Dan Sherman is here, came all the way from Philadelphia, correct? Yes. Philadelphia to be here tonight, parked in the wrong driveway. <laughs> Quickly shut that one down and moved it on over here. Nothing would be more awkward than having to meet my neighbor for the first time, somebody pulling in the driveway at the wrong time. So that would be, that would be fun. I pulled up and I had a feeling I was in the wrong driveway immediately, but I was like, ah, give it a looks, shot. This looks sketchy, but not sketchy enough to be where Dan resides. I was yeah. like, Waze hasn't let me down yet. So let's, let's pray. You know? <laughs> Something must have happened there, but, oh, but yeah, let's, let's go over the, the, uh, the Philadelphia centerpiece, I guess, as we're going to call it. Yes. Um, we're going to come up right now with what we'll. Well, listed as, but I mean, we were talking a little before recording. I think you had a pretty good lead in to like give us a description of where the leftovers came from today yeah. and just the overall idea that we're going to pitch to the people online here. So this this fantastic turkey club here, turkey and cheese without the cheese, uh, is from a dispensary from the refrigerator. A little leftovers here, but uh, it's it's in honor of Mama. You know, Mama passed away this past year. And she really loved turkey in the holidays. And so we're holidaying and spicing this up for you guys to really in her honor tonight. You know, <laughs> this is an honor of my mom right here. <laughs> it's a great accent that it's doing there. And just my mom died and we created a nice centerpiece <laughs> out of her, her favorite hoagie, a cheeseless turkey hoagie from the Acme in South Philly, right? I've spent enough time around a lot of Delco open micers in the last couple of months to really kind of perfect that Mary East Town accent, you know. So how long have you been doing comedy for, and uh, um, what is your background in the in the, the dispensary game? How did you get into that? Um, well, I started comedy in November, so I guess it's been about not, almost a full year now coming up, and uh, got into the dispensary game because I've been smoking marijuana, <laughs> copious amounts of marijuana, uh, for well over a decade now. Um, in the industry, I would be called um, like a can... Uh, a can, what is it called? Like a a can of sore. Uh, oh, a can of sore. That's what they call it in the industry. That's huh? what those industry, those corporate yuppies like to call us. <laughs> but the the marijuana industry, dispensary specifically, there it's very um it is very corporate though, isn't it? Oh yeah, lots of big companies buying up the little guys. Classic capitalism, you know. Yeah, uh, lower level. It's pretty loosey goosey uh, at the dispensary. I like not loosey goosey, but we like to have fun. You know, uh, obviously, I'm not in a suit and tie every day. Yeah. Um, but you know, I put I put on my super suit here, and I just I become a chemist, uh, a pharmacist, a bud tender, a, a learned can of sore. A bud tender, Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing but Bud Light and Bud in there, huh? <laughs> Dude, aren't you aren't you just some guy that sells me fucking drugs? <laughs> I don't know if I can swear, but sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not picked up by any corporate uh, mass media network at this <laughs> we're point. Not, we're not worried QVC is going to kick us off. No. Here. So now let's... Is, is this is this an NFT? I don't I don't know. We can turn this into an NFT if it doesn't sell. It's yeah. just the Philadelphia centerpiece. It's just yeah. got a hoagie in there. I know it's not a Wawa hoagie, but this is what you get from the break room at a dispensary. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get that corporate sponsorship. It ain't no wah-wah, you know, but, you know, ain't no wah-wah over, over it either. <laughs> 
that's why I'm, that's why I'm an open micer. Jokes like that, <laughs> terrible. Now, what's the what's the title that we want to call this? To really, that's going to be the big that and this photo that we have, which I'll I'll put right here on the screen. But this photo of the centerpiece, along with the um, the staging that we These did. Photos are magnificent. And just to uh, just to throw out there as well, my wife came home shortly before we started. After we took these photos, and she's like, "What the fuck? I've never, you've never staged any type of dinner set up like this in our entire six-year relationship." It is quite romantic. He With went a, through a lot of effort for this. I, candle, the wine. The, I'm a good state. I mean, I know what I was, what we were looking for in this photo. And yeah. for the the fine people of Facebook Marketplace, it's going to be eye-catching. They're looking for some free it centerpieces. My eye. I was get, I was starting to get around. I was just when seeing him set the table and everything, I was like, oh my God. So let's go word for word how we're going to describe this here. You just, you sound it out in the Philadelphia accent and I will try and type it on out here. Uh, my mom passed away watching the season finale of Mayor East Town and she loved the holidays. And we honor her with this gobbler centerpiece, the South Philly centerpiece. Rest in peace, my mom. <laughs> That's the way watching the season finale of Mayor of Easttown, and and then what? <laughs> yeah. and, and she loved the ho- she loved the holidays. She loved the holidays and a good turkey hoagie. Yeah, and, and a good and, and <laughs> gobbling down a good old turkey. Well, the holidays and and gobbling yeah. down a good turkey hoagie. Um. We we honor her with this South Philly centerpiece. Rest in peace, my mom. Hashtag go birds. <laughs> As she commanded in her will. <laughs> can, can we throw that in the beginning of this that we have to legally put this up there because according to her will she wanted us. Oh, oh per per the last will and rights. <laughs> Her, the, it's the final will and testament, right? Is yeah, that what it is? I think so. Yeah, will and rights. It's like, it's like you're. It's like the angels are coming to arrest your soul. Like it's your, it's your will and rights. All right, we're gonna read them to you. And, uh. Per the final will and rights of, of um our 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 beloved mom, our beloved um uh mom, sweet sweet woman. She was the first lady on her block not to use a switch on her kids. <laughs> If if centerpieces were soundtracks to our lifetime, <laughs> this was that. Uh, okay, so I think we got all this figured out. Per the will and rights of our beloved mum mum, we are listing the centerpiece that she would make every holiday season. She passed away watching the final season of Mayor of Easttown, and she loved the holidays and got one down a good turkey hoagie. Centerpieces for the soundtrack soundtrack to our lifetime this would be it every year my mom stuffed it with a new turkey hoagie from the local acme and we honor her with this south philly turkey hoagie centerpiece that she would have loved perfect the audubon people don't like that they don't like seeing the haddonfield up there oh no definitely not green wave does not like any rival <laughs> oh do you know audubon new jersey are you familiar <laughs> i am uh my best friend from college shout out tom dyer uh, is from audubon new jersey just celebrated a uh a bacchanal of a bachelor party with him and several of uh, the finest gentlemen Audubon, New Jersey has ever produced. Aside from the late, great Brendan Donegan, also from Audubon, New Jersey, sadly passed away last night, um, <laughs> gobbling down a turkey hoagie, the other end of this hoagie. <laughs> COVID got another one. We <laughs> <laughs> got another good brother out of Audubon, New Jersey. We'll, uh, pour, we'll pour one out yeah. for him. This pod's for you, Brandon. Brendan. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking his name up in the afterlife. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, Mercy. Jesus. So, <laughs> so now we're live. We're going to wait for some messages to roll in. And in the meantime, enjoy this message from one of our special sponsors. Hey, yo, when life gives you lemons, open a used car dealership. That's what my pappy always said, and that's why I opened Uncle Sal's Lube and Go. Come on down to the beautiful intersection of Tasker and Broad. We specialize in auto care, auto accessories, and auto erotic asphyxiation. Our rival Jiffy Lube might get you out in a jiffy, but they sure as hell don't give you the amount of lube that we do. Am I right, fellas? No one will beat our prices or lubrication. Ladies, we proudly stand by our lubricant technicians who effortlessly have worked throughout this pandemic well below minimum wage to make sure no carburetor ever ran dry. Uncle Sal's Lube and Go, Luber, I hardly know her. And we're back. Uh, the listing has been approved, surprisingly. Um, the Facebook standards are just really low. Apparently, all you, all you don't have, you just can't say anything about taking over the government or trying to sell <laughs> fake Bitcoin. Other than that... I mean, hoagie centerpieces are full game, and things are already starting to fly off the shelves here. People really wanting this, people don't want us to hold on to it. But we have a message from Sarah asking if it's available. Now, this usually happens off the bat, and usually I just tell them that, yes, it's available, and that we'll, you know, um, deliver it. Is there any type of message that we should be saying as Philadelphians here about mum um it's, it's, it's available, and it, it comes with love from beyond the grave. I think she'll get it. I think I think this is like a touching post. I think we're gonna reach hearts and minds. I think this song. will. This definitely will. I think reach a lot of hearts. <laughs> and as we say that, Gary says, "I'm getting emotional just reading this." <laughs> oh, Gary! Shout out, Gary! I'm get. I, I got, like I said, I got teary eyed. You know, this this is in the memory of my mom, and uh, you know, I hope we can do her proud, Gary. Did did my mom go out in like a really Philadelphia fashion? As I hope most Philadelphia mom moms go out. Like, was she? Oh yeah. Did, did she go out like <laughs> protesting something in South Philly outside of a local deli? Like, what did she do? Oh no, my mom went down with half a cheesesteak and half a Yingling in, in her in her gullet, <laughs> choking out of shock during the season finale of Mary East Town. That's right, we did put that in there. <laughs> she uh, sitting she could, in. She could not believe that tw- that second twist ending, and uh, it was that was all she wrote there. We <laughs> we found her the next day. With that, uh, with half a cheesesteak and half an emptied yingling right there on her tray next to her. <laughs> Sitting in her Lazy Boy recliner that she hadn't replaced since 1987. And, the, uh, and her favorite sweats. <laughs> and her favorite tracksuit yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that she got for Christmas. <laughs> the Northeast, particularly Philadelphia, the number one in region in the entire U.S. for, for wearing sweatpants. We, we, we keep it pretty chill. Yeah. Philadelphia is known for many different things, being, you know, the cheesesteak capital of the world, having, you know, one of the fifth or sixth largest populations in the country, and also largest sweatsuits per capita. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. I don't understand how Champion doesn't have, like, a warehouse or a home here. You know, somebody. Their headquarters should be in Philadelphia. Honestly. Now, is the centerpiece something that, like, do you think we should recommend to the folks out there that are messaging inquiries about it, that, like, yeah. eating the hoagie after the holidays is, you know, that that's also doable? Uh, yeah, I, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know how well acne hoagies are preserved, but, you know, they can mummify it like we mummify mum mum and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we, mummify mum mum, say that three times fast. 
we, we should also clarify that the wrapper it came in is down here. Yes. That's propping it up out of the vase. It's not yes. a vase, it's a vase. That's how Mum Mum said it. Yeah, this was not just decorative paper that came with the vase. This is the Acme wrapper it was rolled in. How do you think that we should uh, respond to Carla, who's telling us that we should hold on to it? It's just, you know, was Mum Mum a hoarder? We don't want to. <laughs> no, no, my mom was not a hoarder. She she despised those freaks that she called them. <laughs> my mom hated hoarders. We can't hold on to this any yeah. longer. And we would we would never dishonor her last wishes. Yeah, exactly, and that's what it comes down to here. Really, is that it was in her will that she wanted us to do this because we're, we're not doing this because we want to. It's out of love for a woman who you know sacrificed time blood sweat you know into the fostering of us children and uh i think that this is the least she deserves yeah at the very least i mean yeah. especially with covid going on we couldn't have a ceremony for him and we weren't gonna have one anyway but mainly because we used the the money that was supposed to go towards that on my bookie uh yeah yeah and just you know eagles didn't exactly uh cover how did, the spread how did the uh, the bets on the little league world series go this year they went terrible. I had all my money in that local team from the Upper Providence right near Sol Joel's, oh, and oh. Uh, they, they tanked once they got to Williamsport. It is, it is fun, though, at the Little League. I mean, I, I've started uh, uh, talking that about people, and last night I brought it up to the show, and people went fucking wild when I was just <laughs> like, yeah. I was, I was talking about like something about gambling. Like, I lead into it, and I say something about gambling on Little League sports, and these people are like, yeah. It's, <laughs> I was like, yes, you guys are. And I've seen some like people tweet about it more. I was like, it's great to see, but I think there's really some lines that are getting put out there about gambling on like T-ball up to pitching machine baseball up to when they're on the mound pitching. It's, it's fantastic. I love it. And especially, you know, this time of year with the football season, you're just inundated with nonstop fantasy or, or gambling ads. Yeah, that's all it is. And it's like, are people excited about football or just really excited about gambling now? <laughs> it's like, are you guys just, you need to make your money back that you've lost already? And it's just, yeah. I feel, I feel bad for the players because, like, you know, 10 years ago, you know, people would be running up to guys in the street and being like, fuck you, you cost me fantasy points this week. And it's like... Yo, Aaron Rodgers, you just cost me my mortgage on my house, so uh, if you get the anthrax letter I sent you, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the emotion that people are have, that are attached to this. They're getting swept up. It's, you know, it's one of those touching stories that you see on the evening news once in a while. It's just you can't, you this, can't help this it. This is the kind of heartwarming tearjerker that comes there out late in award season that Hollywood just falls in love with and come, you know, award season, it just sweeps it off its feet. You know, this is... We could write a script about this story. It's Honestly. real. Um, forget the Mayor of Easttown. Great show, but I think this Honestly. should be the prequel to Mayor of Easttown, yes. even though it, yes. it ends with her dying in the yes. season finale. That could be one of those, like, based on a true story. That's one of the things that got changed. Local local Philadelphia Delco director M. Night Shyamalan. It's one of those twists. The prequel was really a sequel <laughs> the whole time. And all those Philadelphia guys are just going to be like, whoa. <laughs> we can't wait to go home and tell people like about Chris the Nolan with the timelines, bro. <laughs> Jeez. It was uh. like she was having a heart attack. Wow. <laughs> is uh is football players putting the eye black on is that blackface? Is that still allowed? It's pretty close to it. It's yeah. awfully close. They're drawing a line there and I think um 
They try yeah. and dress it up with a Tim Tebow with the Bible scriptures. They're like, yeah. it can't be racist. It's about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they, they write it on the but they got the pre-made ones and everything. Yeah. The stickers, basically, they had those ones. Like instead of the actual like shoe polish you put on there or whatever it was, yeah, that I don't like. No, no, they have like the fake you stickers. Get all sweaty and like, wouldn't it just like I don't know. Yeah, that's it's man, so inauthentic. Man, man up and put your makeup on like a real dude, okay? <laughs> So Amy says, thank you. It's inspired me to start a new tradition, a Wawa gobbler cornucopia rip mum-mum, M-M for mum-mum. Wow. You know, mum-mum was too hard to type, so rip M-M. Right. Oh, my God. You know, she typed out cornucopia, <laughs> but couldn't be bothered to type out mum-mum's full name. The disrespect for the dead. <laughs> the disrespect for the dead continues. It's yeah. unbelievable. No respect, okay? No, no that's a Terrible, <laughs> Sound hey. like Rodney after he was dead. That sounded like some bum who lives outside of a dumpster who tried to do Rodney impressions for cash. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I I love it. The cornucopia. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Amy Robbins Boggs. I'm kind of jealous that you put up gobbler cornucopia because what a great combination of words. And just I wish we had cornucopia in our headline and our in our title. I think that might get it some extra. Likes next Gobbler time. cornucopia. I mean, come Thanksgiving, that's the, probably going to be the episode that they're going to do. Come Thanksgiving, is right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a play on words throughout the entire thing. It's going to be wild. Corn- that- cornucopia sounds like some kind of crazy fetish that involves a lot of ears. <laughs> My mom would have loved that combination of words. Yes. Very touching. My mom loved wordplay. <laughs> It was her foreplay. <laughs> My mom's wordplay was her foreplay. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what she called getting tongued. <laughs> Tell me sweet nothings, Jim. <laughs> that was that was pop up. <laughs> pop up, Jimbo. So as usual, people come out with some questions about some very specific things. Is it pepper turkey or plain? Do you know it all? This is, I believe it's freshly oven roasted from your finest um, Acme delicatessen. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Michael's Michael's overthinking is his Facebook name number one. I told you there's some characters out here, but how old's the hoagie asking for myself? Um, yeah, so how old? Are you, how long has that been in the break room at the dispensary? Uh, just a, a little over twenty-four hours now. A little over twenty-four hours, so not bad at all. But yeah, uh, still, it has, the bread is not gone stale. There's no discoloration on the meats, and no rotten onion smell yet from the uh, vegetation. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it's good to go. And since those are fake plants, and it's not you know uh, real poison ivy sitting in there, yeah, there's nothing to worry about. Honestly, you get half a blunt in me. I'm gonna I might down this myself. Yeah, hurry up, Facebook Marketplace. I think that needs to be the the contingency of this podcast. That if <laughs> if what people bring on don't get doesn't get sold for free, you just gotta eat it. <laughs> you just have to eat it themselves. Well, Brendan and I had some. Of, actually, I think it's happened every time now. Brendan and I had some of the love brownies that didn't go. Uh, <laughs> Rachel and I had some of our leftover wedding cake. So you might have to end up eating that hoagie. 
<laughs> I think worse things has happened, right? Oh, oh certainly. I mean, I've I've been roofied. I've been. I've, yeah, I've had worse have, things than eating a turkey. Have you been roofied before? I have in the state of Washington. Oh my! Tell the story about that. How did that happen? Uh, I was drinking with some friends that I had made, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna head out," and I was like, "Great, I'm gonna finish my beer and hang out, and like I'll make my way home too." And then I went to the bathroom and forgot the whole. You know, especially in Washington. Washington State or D.C.? State. Oh, okay. Know. I was like, maybe I should have covered my drink, and I didn't. And I came back, and I quickly chugged it, and the last thing I remember is just walking out the door. <laughs> Did you walk out with your friends, at least? No, no, they had already left. So I was just like, I'm going to finish my, I'm going to pee, finish my beer, walk back to my car. Last thing I remember for blacking out, and hopefully, I mean, I got I got checked. This this booty's still a virgin. This ain't been popped. You got checked for <laughs> yeah. this too. I had to get checked to make sure I was still a booty virgin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, last thing I remember for like blacking out is just like walking out the door, and like, like hours later, I woke up just walking I, I like came to like i remember like i my i like from what i can remember and like i was just i kind of came to and i was like stumbling through the streets of like downtown oh my god like where like where i was trying to find remember where i parked my car and my phone died in like the time that i was like gone <laughs> so i couldn't even jesus and I, and I think i lost the phone too oh my god like i was you know, stumbling without a phone like hungover and like roofie hungover i guess oh my god so the, the story will just remain a mystery forever essentially yeah except for, except for the few, the people that are going to hear it now and maybe one of them was there and like i remember that guy he walked out he was asleep in a ditch for a few hours but down by, down by the bay <laughs> down by the water <laughs> by the water i uh there's um a cop and a police officer that was like talking to some homeless vagrants as there are many in uh washington and the pacific northwest yeah and uh, uh, I'm walking up behind him, and I'm going to, to like say something to him, and I'm like, I know I'm a white, but uh, <laughs> I should not be approaching a police officer disheveled, late at night, you know, from behind. This guy could think I'm like trying to come up on him, and I'm just like, hey, man, like, can you help me find my car? <laughs> I've had a rough one. I got work in an hour. <laughs> uh, Jay Maxwell um, wants to know if it comes in Italian. Hey, the only that comes in Italian is our sponsor, Uncle Sal, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Sal. Sal. Only the finest that use automobiles and lube from Uncle Sal. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't I come out with this on Columbus Day? That's what I think this should be released. Hey! Don't be coming at Columbus, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This is what Kate Perone had to say. Um, I mean, she was pretty much saying that uh what we have is called mania having a manic episode the up to bipolar disorder with a gif of where is that gif from it kind of looks like a I, I know it's willem willem defoe uh but i don't know exactly what movie it's from but you know what I, who doesn't love some willem defoe in their life you know yeah huge dong too apparently <laughs> Like, where's does this come mass, from? Massive. I mean, my uh, I like my autism is like geared towards like baseball facts and history <laughs> and like movie shit. Like, so like uh, somewhere on IMDb, I guess I, I I read that like Willem Dafoe trivia, huge dong. Um, Just on the IMDb trivia page, yeah. There was a movie he had to film like a sex scene for, and they were the guy. The guy was like. 
all right, you know, let's let's get a let's get a prosthetic for what you know he's gonna get it for like the full frontal scene, and it's yeah. just like ah, we probably don't. He's like, I don't need her or whatever. And it's just like, like he's like to go in just raw. He's like, you know, I'm very method. And the the director goes, whoa, whoa, whoa! After like framing the shot, it's like, whoa, whoa, guy, that thing's too big. It's it's so blurry. You're gonna need a stunt double. Uh. They did. They did a stunt cock. His. his his dick was too big. They used a small prosthesis to make it look more normal oh for the God. average movie-going fan. <laughs> when you see full frontal in a movie, it sticks with you. I mean, the worst part of Gone Girl, spoilers for Gone Girl, wasn't, wasn't the lady riding Neil Patrick Harris to death and slitting his throat open. It was literally seeing half a second of Ben Affleck full frontal in a shower. <laughs> no prosthetic needed for that one. I was like, yeah, David Fincher, why did we not edit this out of the movie? <laughs> What's, what, was, what, what relevance did this have to the plot? Yeah. Uh, here's somebody, Rob, uh, he's considering buying it, uh, even though it's free. People always think it's, you know, and I t- try and tell them it's free. The entire thing is free because it's entertaining. Uh, but he wants to substitute it with a Wawa hoagie for the Acme one. His mom loved Wawa hoagies. God rest her soul. Um, so where do you stand on the swapping the Acme for the Wawa? I love the the idea of hoagie swapping. You know, wife swap was a big thing when we grew up. Yeah. So, like, I, I could see that as a TV show. Yeah, hoagie swapping where they all <laughs> – do you go out to your local uh, Wawa or um, uh, Acme or even, like, even Royal Farms? Have you been to a Royal Farms over here? No. Or no. at all? No. I mean, I, they have they have really good chicken. They're based out of Baltimore. I gave away some tenders on here from there. Really good nice. chicken. Their hoagies are extremely subpar. I mean, it's essentially <laughs> hot dog buns with hoagie meat and shit in them and they charge more than wawa does i was like that's disrespectful to even call that a hoagie and sell it this was actually our sponsorship for royal farms (laughs) yeah yeah i I think they blocked me after the first episode it's like who is this nutcase selling these tenders on facebook marketplace they're like woof yeah Oh, well, I'm hoping, you know, he's actually considering if we told some of these people like Rob that it's free and that we can deliver it, they might actually be all over can it. We, can we go back to like that uh, profile pic on Rob? What kind of vehicle is that there? Like, it doesn't look like Rob has much to, <laughs> to offer us. He's not, he's not really he's, bartering, is he? he's still, you know, trying to give us what he's got. So you are, you are a scholar and a saint, Rob Lewis. Yeah, so I think we could do a trade for the, this entire centerpiece for that truck. You know, would be Rob good. Lewis looks like he could head on down to Uncle Sal's. <laughs> That's <laughs> Lubingo. You know how they park the really fancy cars in front of five-star hotels to really show you, like, here's a Ferrari oh, that's yeah. here, a Lamborghini, in front of Uncle Sal's Lubingo in South Philly. This is at the front <laughs> of the got, lot. Rob Lewis's pickup. <laughs> <laughs> that speaks wonders for Uncle Sal's It's business. a Ford. <laughs> it's a Ford. Yeah, that's exactly how that would go down with Rob Lewis. And then you got Greg coming in. No cheese, no thanks. Mm, you know what, Greg? I get it. You know, who doesn't love them some queso? People go to Moe's because they give it out for free. But, you know, we respect the lactose intolerant community. People's butt, guy, <laughs> butt gut di- biomes are, are changing rapidly. You know, a lot of chemicals in these processed foods today. Who knows what we're getting? <laughs> We're just honestly just trying to follow through with Mum Mum's wishes. She was a no cheese lady. Yeah, yeah, no cheese at all. Was there any specific reasoning for that? Because you know, back in the day, they weren't diagnosed with any allergies, any anything. No. They just rubbed some dirt on it back then, you know. Mum Mum, uh, 
you know, she was a tomato pie gal mainly. You know, it's just who needs cheese when you got everything else you need. Especially in South Philly, you got Franco Luigi. He's probably the best tomato pie in South Philly. But she, I mean, uh, she also she blew uh, him. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, she's got some stories about that place mama all right but uh she also she she read a uh an article in reader's digest on uh when visiting one of her friends and she was in their bathroom and they had their little reading collection there and all readers digest nothing good <laughs> and uh she found an article in there saying that cheese was just tasty mold it was just mold, and it really—it's just mold. And she's just like, "I don't understand why all these people make such a fuss. It's disgusting. It's a fungus." And so she just went cold turkey and stopped putting cheese on them sammies. On those all sammies, especially her turkey, went cold turkey on the turkey. Oh hoagies. yeah, yeah. Dude, don't even get me started trying to drive back from the any uh, the beach. You know, you're on the highway. You pull over to the rest stop. You just you just want a quick drive-through interaction. You know, get your Big Mac, get your get your McCheese, and get out of here. And of course, you know, all McDoubles. It's you don't go to you, you got. There's no just like cheeseburgers or whatever. You gotta get yeah. like a, just a, or plain burgers. You gotta get a cheeseburger. And you know, Mum's there, just like, hey yo, I I uh I, I asked for no cheese on this McDouble, and uh, there's cheese. <laughs> and she's the one ordering the the large coke and those uh, fast food drive through large coke with no ice no ice no ice that's become such a big thing now i always hear i mean my parents were doing that when i was growing up all the time because they were just cheapskates but now i get it i'm like holy hell these cups are all just filled to the brim with ice and yeah. no no ice i'm allergic please don't put any in there and they <laughs> they really must be taking a hit profit wise on the the soft drinks in these places <laughs> it's bad enough like i mean there's people working i mean th those were like six dollars an hour jobs like growing up <laughs> like these people working a dead-end minimum wage job hating life yeah. and people are like hey can you just like not put any ice in that cup and they're just like that's what i'm gonna put in your cup yeah. Fuck no you. ice but you got a fucking loogie that's what you got my dad my, my, my dad would really fuck with these people <laughs> who are just disoriented they're just trying to grab shit off a rack and get it to you real fast my dad would be like uh large diet coke no ice and can you throw a splash of sierra mist on the top <laughs> like can you go three quarters diet coke and then finish me off with some sprite oh my god so he was like the kid at the birthday party inside the mcdonald's play place that was just going fucking every single yeah. one just filling her all up and down but he was doing it as a full-blown adult with he kids loved, in the back he loved when pepsi did like their pepsi twist and they had like a little lime in it oh yeah I and they got that. rid of it and he was just like fuck <laughs> i'm gonna have to go through this whole process of making this concoction <laughs> through like, the speaker at the drive-thru i gotta put the sprite in the coke so i get a little bit of lemon yeah <laughs> it's like they have tea here they have lemon slices oh my god it's like you'd be saying at the fast food drive-thru like he does at a bar it's like i'll take that with lemon please yeah. could i have a lime on the rim <laughs> so embarrassing my parents were so embarrassing at restaurants it's like mom we're at a two and a half star restaurant. Stop asking them to stop taking stuff back to the kitchen. <laughs> it's like, we're not we're not at a five star restaurant. Yeah, we're right at now. some fancy steakhouse and it's just taking stuff back all the time. We're literally at the mom and pop pizza shop we go to eat at every week. <laughs> they know us, they know our names and faces. Please don't embarrass us yeah. here. Come on. For the love of God. This isn't an outback. We're not that classy. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You know we can barely afford Roadhouse. <laughs> Once a year. Jay Maxwell says that she could do it with some hot peppers. Ooh. 
I'm not a fan of peppers, so I mean, I, I think that's commendable at least that you know you're, you're, she's finding ways to adapt. Is it? I, I'm. Is it? I'm such a perv. Like, oh, do it with hot peppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only hot. Can you reply? The only hot peppers you would do it with are named Flea and Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it would really just, it would be a oh, great, not like, even just a centerpiece, beautiful. but it would look great on a mantle, right it above would. the fireplace. Next to Mum Mum's urn. Her <laughs> urn, you can have that there. Have, just imagine having a nice oh. fire going later this winter, and then it hits the hoagie, and it just warms it up a bit, so you get the scent Ooh, in the air. Yeah, fellas, picture this. And ladies, you you know, you, you match with someone on tinder you found your tinderella yeah. you get her to come over tinderella, that's good. you know she comes in dimly lit living room candlelight bearskin rug in front of a fireplace <laughs> what's on that mantle my mom's favorite centerpiece <laughs> i don't know what else is gonna set the scene for an erotic evening oh yeah nothing I mean, more than that i mean it's just look at that centerpiece look at this honestly <laughs> If that doesn't get the juices flowing, I don't know what will. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, if it doesn't get your juices flowing, heading on down to Uncle Sal's Lube and Go will. <laughs> Again, that's Uncle Sal's Lube and Go on the corner of Tasker and Broad. <laughs> what, what actually is on the, the corner of Tasker and Broad? They're about to get a lot of business. Uh, the corner of Tasker and Broad is the location where dreams go to die. <laughs> Ask Uncle Sal himself. Yeah. You know, the only thing that hasn't died is Uncle Sal's Lube and Go. It's the only thing that survives on Tasker and Broad. It's pandemic proof. It is. And it's, they say a lot of Amazon was pandemic proof. Uh, Walmart was pandemic proof. <laughs> Uncle Sal's Lube and Go. Yeah. Pandemic proof because everyone's at a shortage of staff and Uncle Sal just, no one's left. Uncle Sal's was too small to fail. <laughs> 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 I'm beginning to think that that lady was right. We really are having a manic episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what would um I recently saw you were on on set with Sandler? You were on that movie in Maniunk? I yeah, I wish it was like I got I'm like a Will Bozarth shout out to another soldiers over my comedian Will Bozarth who actually got I believe like a small role or a cameo in the film. Really? Yeah. So congratulations, Will, on that. I just happened to live in Maniunk. Uh, they're mm. film uh, Sandler's filming this new movie called Hustler or Hustlers. It's like a basketball movie all yeah. around Philadelphia. There's stories about him shooting hoops and like with r local Philly people and everything. And uh, they're filming some scenes in Maniunk the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, and I I drive home and I like they have this area right by Main Street blocked off. There's cops. And I saw on uh, um, another open micers uh, snap story the other day, Otis Timlin also lives around there saying, oh, okay. oh, I can't get my house parking. Thanks, Sandler. You know? <laughs> and uh, so I was like, oh, they must be filming again. So I kind of went around, parked up by my house, walked all the way to the other side of uh, Main Street in Maniunk. And I asked the cop, I was like, yeah, what's, what's going on here? He's like, they're filming a movie. He's like, Sandler. He's like, some basketball movie or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So I kind of like went, walked around, came back up, and I walked down the street and just basically walked right onto set. <laughs> just stood right there basically just watching the whole actually i saw them i saw them uh taping part of that down in south philly at the uh basketball court across from geno's a few yeah, weeks ago i yeah. didn't i didn't know they were still in town 
Yeah, and um, like Manioc is where a lot of St. Joe's, a lot of college kids live. Yeah. So there's a huge turnout, all these college kids screaming, like like right by where they're filming. Yeah. And uh, dude, Sandman pops up, <laughs> com- comes out in SUV. Dude's like a rock star. Everyone's like, ah. Yeah. Chicks are flashing tits. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of co- just college kids are going crazy, and uh, one of one of the college kids actually uh, got his beer bong signed by Sandler. Really? Yeah, pretty cool. For you know, a lot of the COVID stuff, he was and everything still going like so much out of his way, a lot to try and like interact with fans and everything. Yeah, yeah that was cool to see. Yeah. Well, I I think that the only way that this can end is if you just you start gobbling down. This if I thing. just deep throat this thing, like oh, did you uh, you were uh. Dickie Roberts, former child star, one of David Spade's yeah. illustrious films. Yeah, oh Pro- yeah. Probably doesn't want to remember it. No, that no. That even exists. He but, does uh, not want to. One of my favorite lines from any movie, isn't that growing up, is like some guy like walks in and he's like eating Twinkies and he just goes like, this one's been teasing me all day and just goes, oh. <laughs> 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 it's just one of the most ridiculous funny things. I'm like, that's what I'm just about to do with this turkey hoagie, this club, just fucking gobble it on down. <laughs> Chuck it down the gullet. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, like a seagull down the shore, just throw it back. Like, oh. <laughs> just throw it on back. That's yeah. what that's what this is about to happen here. We'll get to you eating this here in a sec, and we'll uh, just pause for one more quick uh, update from one of our other sponsors. Hey yo, this is Sean McCormick, assistant to the general manager of the South Philadelphia Acme. At Acme, we're all about customer care, quality. Ass- uh, insurance and no more than 10 wet floors out at a time no pisos mojados for my mexican brethrens out there a lot of latinos in the philly area uh we are also currently experiencing a staff shortage again speaking to my mexican brethren out there um also if you know if you want to put your nana to work again so she stops knitting masks all the time or if you want to get your piece of shit unemployed roommate out of your one-bedroom apartment. I'm looking at you, Carl, okay? You lazy piece of shit. Please contact me at the store. <laughs> Do not respond to the phone or the emails at Acme. Only in person so we know you're legit and care about this job. No background checks. That's a plus. That's how I got here. But all we ask is no more than three felonies. I had two and a half, so I just got in. And, you know, no tattoos above the shoulders. I think that's fair. Post Malone, leave it at home. Acme. It's just a job, not a career. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out on a wonderful Saturday evening with the boys here. My name's Dan Sherman. You can hit me up on Instagram at, at DMAC underscore laughs. Uh, I had a great time here in Dan Callahan's basement trying to hawk this magnificent turkey hoagie centerpiece. And uh, I just want to shout out all the lovely, uh, you know, just fans and people that were re- that reached out and were touched by Mum Mum's story. And I'm even going to give a shout out to the haters. A lot of negative feedback, but, you know, we don't care. It's all positive. It's all go birds. And uh, we're just going to put this turkey hoagie to rest like we laid Mum Mum to rest. Go birds, slancha. Yeah. It's so sweet.